Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new episode of the Define University podcast. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I'm so excited that you are here. Let's dive into a new episode. Ah, so exciting. So if you um, are listening through the month of January, you know that I'm trying something new, right? I am batching these episodes because I am committed to building this momentum to get content out to you. It has been so long (laughs) and um, I miss it. I absolutely miss it. And um, I am at a point now where I see things a lot clearer, right? I had an amazing session um, with Jeff Gargis from the Teach Better team. Uh, if you don't know who Jeff is, go find him on social media and follow him. Uh, follow anybody from the Teach Better team. Uh, they are truly one of my families um, out in social media land. Um, but I had a really clear um, or a really good conversation with him the other day. They had truly allowed me to see things a lot more clearly, allowed me to better understand my own personal roadblocks that I've been having, um, that I've been giving to myself, um, you know, the barriers that I was putting up. And I think it's just so, so important to remember that we aren't meant to do this thing called life alone, right? Well, you are the author, right, of your life. You are the architect, right? We could use any analogy. You're not meant to do it alone, right? You are meant to ask for guidance. You're meant to get support. You're meant to talk it out with other people. Um, It's one of the reasons I love being in a coach, right? My belief as a coach is not to tell you what to do. In fact, those that have worked with me know I do not give you what to do. Um, sure, we come up with ideas, but they're always driven from you. Because if you're going to do something, you've got to be you've got to be behind it. Now, it doesn't mean I'm not going to push you a little bit, right? I'm going to push you beyond what's comfortable. Because if if you did what was comfortable, you know, it would already be working, <laughs> right? So yeah, sometimes we need that little like in our pants to like get us moving, right? Kick in the butt, so to speak. I'm so bad with with saying. So if I ever say one on here and you're like, Lindsay, what are you talking about? Just know that's me. (laughs) That's me in real life too. I'm like, what's the saying here? What am I meaning? But I I digress. Um, (laughs) But I bring it back because again, it's just a reminder that you do not have to do this alone. It doesn't mean that you need a coach, but it also doesn't mean that you, you have to do it by yourself, right? You do what works for you. Find accountability, find support, get specific with yourself on what it is that you need, right? Do you just need an accountability partner? Do you need a coach that's going to guide questions and ask you and give you, um, come up, help you come up with, you know, simple changes to make that have big impact, right? Maybe it's a course, maybe it's a book, maybe it's a podcast, like how you want to consume information, that's up to you, right? So, but as a coach, right, one of the things I love to do is see growth in my clients. That's like what makes my coach heart happy, right? Uh, One of the ways that I coach is through a monthly mentorship called Creative Connections. And what this is, it's it's a community of educators that we come together. um, You know, there's weekly calls that you can hop on. Some people come once a month. Some people come every week. Really depends on your schedule, your time, what what you need that month. Um, And they're open-ended calls, meaning they are group-oriented coaching calls. You bring questions. Together, we come up with answers um, or, or just things to consider. And through that lens of coaching, so much growth happens. 
But that's not the only way growth happens. One of the other ways that so much growth happens is there are a week, no, daily <laughs> reflection questions in our private Facebook group. So every month has a theme. And so this this month, this uh, the month of December was all about unpacking the book that I'm actually going to unpack today on the podcast, which is the book I Am by Howard Falco. And so all of the questions had to do with different quotes from the book and then expanding upon that, right? And the beauty of this is there's usually about like 20 to 22 questions because it's Monday through Friday each month. And everybody comes up with different answers, right? Because everybody is doing this as a, as a personal reflection on their own growth. And so I love it because it's like one question, but man, you get so much, um, you get so many different answers. And at the end of every month, one of the questions I always ask is, what did you learn about yourself this month? And I expanded it a little bit this month. And I said, now think back to the last three months. What did you learn about yourself over this time? And then I took it, you know, again, a little step further. What if you take that reflection back even further? What did you learn about yourself over the last 12 months, the last year? And I want to read two of the answers because they, it's, it, to me, it, it showcases how much growth can truly come when you invest in yourself and you invest in saying yes to, to a goal or to a future version of yourself that, that you're, that you desire, that you have at your heart, at your heart's level. So, so one of the educators says, I learned this month that changes in life will only happen when they are truly aligned to you. People can offer me suggestions. I can try any and every suggestion. However, until I create that suggestion into my own, it will not stick. The universe will keep sending me lessons until I truly, I am truly being true to myself, staying in my lane. Trusting in myself is what it's all about. I have learned this year that I am the only one who understands what I truly desire. Yes, explore suggestions, take them for test drives, then create what fits best for me. I desire to live audaciously and authentically. In order to fulfill this desire, I am open to suggestions and trust that I will always know what I need at each moment. My motto these days is breathe and listen, breathe and listen. The answers will be present if I take the time to listen. Holy, holy smokes, goosebumps, right? Amazing. And this all comes from the inner work, right guys? Like this, I, I can't, I can't like give that to someone. I can't say, Hey, do this program. And this is what you're going to experience. It's part of it, right? It's part of the process, but this is the inner work that we talk about, right? These deep reflective moments on where am I and where do I want to go? You, it is possible for you to create the life you are passionate and purposeful every single day. It's possible for you. How do I know that? Because it's possible for me and I've lived it. I've done it. And now I get to coach it, which is truly, truly exciting. The other one is I learned this month that taking a first step is as valuable as the outcome for me in terms of the confidence it brings. In the last three months, I have learned that I am no longer satisfied living my way, living my life the way I did before Define You, particularly at work. And I have a lot of changes to make. I have learned over the last 12 months that I have a lot of empathy for others. And that's a good thing. But stepping aside for others has hurt me in a number of ways. I have given up too easily on things that are important to me. And that no longer seems a good option. I, I can't even like my heart is just like it's exploding. <laughs> I'm so, so proud of, of all the educators in the group um, for the growth that they continue to make by investing in themselves, by saying yes to them and by saying, heck, I deserve this right? I deserve this and I'm going to go get it. And that's what I want for you too. So if you're listening to this 
Um, you know, this, yes, it, yes, creative connections is one way you can get that. So if it, if you, if you want more information, you just got to reach out, just let me know. But I just, I want you to give yourself permission that you get to live your life on your terms. It's possible. You get to define your life. I promise you. I know it seems that you can't, or it seems like, well, I got to do this or this role impacts it. But at the end of the day, this is your life. And so by making small, simple, strategic steps, this is not like making a big, huge shift in one day. These are about these small, simple shifts that will help you align to the best version of yourself that you desire to be because it is possible for you. So with that, all right, let's dive in. So I'm going to do something actually that I haven't done before on the podcast. I'm kind of excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> um, but <coughs> one of the things that I thought would be really fun is I read a lot of books. Um, you guys know that probably, or hopefully, I don't know if you don't, I read a lot of books. Um, I do not read fiction books typically. Um, I just, I prefer nonfiction books. And what I thought would be fun is instead of doing like a book review, right? That just seems a little, I don't know, a little boring, a little stale. <laughs> um, what I'm going to do is each month-ish, I think, um, we'll see. <laughs> We're going to stay open to possibilities, right? Is I'm going to take the book, right? So this month I'm doing, um, again, I am, um, it says The Power of Discovering Who You Really Are by Howard Falco. Um, I absolutely love the book. Um, I plan on reading it again. Um, because it was that, it, it was just, it was amazing. But what I'm going to do, so I have the book here in my hands. I'm literally going to flip through, um, stop on a page, and then I'm going to pick a quote. I, there's probably something underlined. I think I underlined something on almost every single page in this book. Um, and I am going to read a quote, and then I'm going to talk about it for a few minutes. And I'm going to do that five times. <laughs> so yes, I'm reviewing the book, but I'm hoping this gives a more authentic take on the book. Kind of like, here's what I read and here's how I took it versus just me telling you how amazing this book because this book is because it truly is. So if you're looking for a good mindset, good like self-discovery type book, um, I highly recommend this one. It is, um, it's got a lot in it. I'm not going to lie. It is, um, how many pages is this? Let's see, 336 pages. Um, it's got a lot. So I wouldn't say that I'm, you know, advanced in this concept at all, but I'm definitely not a beginner and I got a lot from it. So I think if you're a beginner, you absolutely will take a lot from this. You may um, possibly get frustrated with times because it, there's a lot jammed into it. Um, but also if you're like more advanced, I think you still will get so much out of this book um, in terms of like self-discovery and really pushing yourself to go beyond where you are right now, right? And in terms of that, like, growth and expansion. So, um, but actually, I just remembered, though, instead of randomly flipping through, I thought this would be fun. So I have a, um, a uh, spinner <laughs> set up here on my computer, and I'm going to spin, and we're going to go to whatever page the spinner decides um, I should go to. So here we go. First spin is 72. All right, let's go to 72. Okay, oh, there's something in, um, yeah, I definitely have things underlined. So here we go. I'm gonna read to you this one. The relationship you develop with the world through your nurturing is commonly referred to as your self-esteem. Self-esteem is defined as the level of personal satisfaction and acceptance. Whew. So where this honestly makes me initially go is I was always one growing up that didn't believe I had self-esteem. I felt self-esteem was something you either had or you didn't have. And I was so envious of the people in my life 
right? I specifically think like high school. I remember walking through the halls of my high school, like seeing people and being like, man, I'm so jealous that they have self-esteem. Like it was almost something like it was like their clothing, like by by the way they walked or the clothes they had or the way they talked to their friend group. I was like, man, they have it. They were just bored. They're so lucky. And I would be so jealous that I didn't, I wasn't born with it. Like I, I felt like I was like, it's like, man, well, I wasn't born with it. So guess, guess I'm just not going to have it. And, you know, so I remember when I read this, you know, when I was reading this book, that, that same kind of mindset came back that it's like, well, is, is that really true? And, and it's not right. We, I think we know that at this point, um, there is one more sentence that says self-esteem is predominantly formulated in the critical developing years of infancy and childhood. Right. And we know that, right? We know that these beliefs about ourselves are formed when between zero and seven years old. And it that always scares me now that I have an eight-year-old because I'm like, oh man, what did I do, right? <laughs> As a parent, I'm like, what beliefs of mine did I pass on to Kaylee? And what do we need to unpack? How do we, you know, how do we dismantle these limiting beliefs? Um, but that's a story for another day. Um, that's where I just give myself grace and say, I did the best I could. <laughs> and then we're going to learn and grow. Um, but what do I want to say about self-esteem? I want to say that self-esteem is not fixed, right? Self-esteem is, yes, it's how you feel about yourself. Um, and so, yes, it is this level of, you know, personal satisfaction and acceptance, but it's not limited. It's not fixed. It's something, again, it's one of those processes we get to practice every day and we get to grow and expand as we decide we want to grow and expand it. So if you, you know, to me, like how I feel about myself, it varies, right? It's not like it's like this linear progression. There are some, it's a freaking roller coaster if you ask me, right? There are some days where I'm like, yes, I'm feeling good. Or I'm having a good hair day. My makeup fits or fits. <laughs> my makeup looks good. My clothes are fitting good. I eat good. Like I feel good about who I am. And there's mornings when I wake up, like maybe it's that time of the month, right? Maybe I'm just not feeling it. It's a super stressful day at work. And I, and I don't feel my best, right? I don't feel great. Well, it doesn't mean that like I've lost all self-esteem, right? I think instead of that all or nothing th feeling or thinking, we, we instead can just on, like just love who we are as we are each and every day. Like to me, that's just simpler. And I know it's a lot more complex than that. But that's kind of the standard that I've just started living. It's just, I love who I am no matter what I look like, no matter what I'm wearing, no matter what I sound like or, or any of those things, I, I love at my core who I am. I talked about this actually in um, episode 101 that I might not like how I'm showing up at one point in time, right? I might not like it, but at my core, I truly do love who I am. And that's really important, right? Because that's that to me is your self-love, right? Even more than self-esteem, that's your self-love. And so if your love for yourself isn't whole, it's not a strong foundation, it's going to crack and crumble all the time. When you have that you know, headache or when you don't feel good, when you feel bloated, when you've eaten too much, we take it out on ourselves. Well, instead, if I eat too much, I simply ate too much. Like, man, my pants don't fit. Yeah, because I ate too much. <laughs> and then and then I try again the next day, right? It's not, there's no shame. There's no guilt. There's none of that. And I would say never, but it, it's a whole lot better than it was in high school. So self-esteem is not fixed. It's something we can grow by pouring into the self-love that we have for ourselves. Sound good? All right, let's see. Where are we going to next? 185. All right, let's see. 185. I hope you guys are liking this. Let me know. If you guys don't like this format, we'll, we'll change it up, but I think it's kind of fun. Okay, let's see. Oh, this one is in the chapter of why you have yet to experience the reality you desire. Ooh, that's, that's deep, right? All right, so 185. Let's see. Every choice and resulting action 
that has been taken prior is why this moment is occurring exactly as it is for you, exactly at this time and exactly at this place. Ooh, powerful, right? So also on this page, you guys are getting like triple here, is talks about that nothing happens by chance in the universe. And that luck is a concept that the mind uses to help us compensate for the discrepancy in the human experience. There's a lot there, right? So I, that could be like a whole podcast in and of itself. But let, let's relate back, right? It's, it's this concept. So what does this mean to me? This means that, you know, things happen and I don't always, I don't always need to know the how. I want to know the how, right? I am so a person like, well, how do I make that happen? <laughs> how is that happening? <laughs> Tell me. Um, but it's, it's allowing myself to trust the, to trust in the universe, right? That it's not luck. It is purposeful. There are lessons and there is meaning in all. Doesn't ha- I don't relate anymore to everything happens for a reason, but I believe that that all that happens is purposeful and all that happens is not by chance. And it's for me to learn and grow from even the challenging situations or even the moments that challenge me. And so, you know, it really, to me, this resonates just to say that, you know, the choices and actions that I've done in my past guide me to where I am in my present and will continue to guide me into the future. But also recognizing that at any point in time, if something's not serving me, I have the ability to change that. I have the ability to do something different, that I don't have to just sit and be like, well, maybe it's going to happen for me. Maybe if I'm lucky, this will happen. No, luck has nothing to do with it. If I want something, I'm going to get out there and make it happen one way, shape or form, right? Sometimes that's just me like putting it out into the universe and trusting. Sometimes it's doing, you know, actually steps to make it happen. Sometimes it's something in between. But ditching luck and this concept of like, well, if I'm lucky enough, it will happen. No. And that things aren't just happening. Like there's no coincidence, right? It's, it's, there's pathways, there's timelines. There's so many things in the universe that are here to support me when I believe and I accept and I'm aware that that is possible for me. And so that's, that's what those made me think of. All right, let's see what's next. We're gonna do three more of these. 21, let's see, 20, there is no 21. Oh my goodness. (laughs) All right, let's do, let's do, let's try again, do 34. (laughs) That's funny. There's like just the way that the book is ordered. Okay, here we go, 34. Since the only constant in the universe is change, to remain distinct, matter must evolve. All right. So there, a lot of this book talks about matter, right? So if you think of, yes, like science class, like atoms and matter, right? And I'm not going to get into that part because I'm truthfully, I'm still trying to like wrap my head around that. But in this quote, essentially it's this concept of change, right? The only thing constant in our lives is change. (laughs) There's so many connections here between this episode and the previous one, right? 101 with, um, I just lost my train of thought. Oh my goodness. Um, with, (laughs) oh, Groundhog's Day, right? And that if, if things did not change, it would be Groundhog's Day, right? And so the only constant is change. So we can fight it. We can get frustrated by it. We can say, I don't want things to change. We can get mad when they change or (laughs) we can embrace the change, right? We can say, man, I'm ready for this. Um, I, in order to stay, you know, current and present, I've got to evolve. It's just part of the process. Um, you know, evolution or evolving was was my word, um, I think, two years ago, I think for 2021. 
Um, and it was to remind me that change is good, right? If I'm changing, that means I'm growing. It means I'm evolving. It means I'm becoming a different version of myself. It means I'm going to get to those goals. I'm going to accomplish those goals that I didn't even think or know were possible for me. And, but it comes down to this understanding that we have to truly first believe that change is purposeful so that we aren't fighting it, right? There's this conscious level and this unconscious level. Consciously, I can say, okay, change is good. But if I have a limiting belief and my unconscious, my subconscious, whichever one, you know, aligns to you, and I believe, or I have this belief that change is bad, that change is scary, that I can't change, then I'm, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to take steps to change, right? It's, it's just, it's kind of that simple. So I have to have this, you know, belief. I have to rewrite that belief that that change is purposeful, change is growth, change is um, expansion, and change is constant, right? Change is the constant. And so when I have that as my belief, as my standard that, you know, I get excited about change because growth is coming. When that's my anchor statement, watch out, right? Watch out world, because here comes Lindsay. And that's what I want for you too, is to embrace change as the constant instead of trying to keep um, what, what you currently have as the constant, cause that's going to, that's going to leave you feeling stuck and frustrated. And you're going to feel like you're not going anywhere. Cause you, you aren't, <laughs> you're on the merry-go-round, right? We don't want to be on that merry-go-round. All right. We're going to do two more. Let's see. What's our number? 222. Oh, I love it. Angel number. Perfect. All right. Let's see. 222. Oh, I got a star on this one. All right. Oh, I know why. <laughs> Are you ready for this one? Throughout your entire life, you have acted in each moment to the best of your ability. Woulda, coulda, shoulda <laughs> are lies that your ego has told you to protect your self-definition from truth, liberation, and change. You are always doing the best you can in each particular moment of life. Oh, I'm going to read that one again. The, the last part. You, listen, if, if you were like zoned out for a second, tune back in for a second. Ready? You are always doing the best you can in each particular moment of life. Let's accept that, right? We don't even need to go too much deeper. Let's just accept that. Let's let's give ourselves permission to accept that we're doing the best we can with what we have. If something is not working, we get to change it, but it does not mean what we did or what we've done was wrong, was ever wrong, because it was right for that moment. It's what we knew to do. Now, here's where integrity of yourself comes into play. Because if you know something's not serving you or you know something's not in quotes right for you and you do it anyway, you are not living with integrity for yourself. You're probably living in shouldville, right? That coulda, shoulda, woulda. That's why I laugh with that. Anytime I see should, you know I go right to shouldville. And if I'm doing something that doesn't serve me, probably it's because it serves somebody else, which is shouldville. I'm living for somebody else's purpose, not mine. And so if we feel that way, that it's important that we remember, what do I desire? What do I want? What is my standard of living? Because when I'm living in that, then I can give to others. Then I can open up my heart for others tenfold, right? At a much bigger, uh, more audacious speed, ultimately. But we've got to be mindful that we're not falling into shouldville and living through other people's perspectives or other people's perceptions of what life should be. And that instead we're defining our own by doing the best we can in each, by honoring that we are doing the best we can in each and every moment. That it's not worth my time to go back and be like that I, I shouldn't have done that. 
well, okay, but I can't go back and change it, right? The only thing I can change is moving forward, is if this situation should happen again, or if this situation arises again, I'm going to do this instead. I'm not going to do that because it didn't serve me. It was, it was, it, it's what I did at the time, but through reflection, I know that's not serving my best self. It's not serving my best version of myself. So here's how I'm going to respond next time, or here's the action I'm going to take next time. No point in going back and blaming myself because it happened. I can't, I can't do it again until the same situation resurfaces. So instead of blaming, I trust and I go, that's the best that I had with what I had. And if it wasn't, here's the key. This is actually what I'm living like right now. I definitely, I'm going to be real with you right now. Like I use sometimes Kelsey, my six month old, like as an excuse, I'll be like, well, she didn't sleep well. So I didn't sleep well. So I didn't do this and it's okay. Cause she didn't sleep well. And on the surface, that is true, right? She doesn't sleep. I don't sleep. I don't have the energy to do all the things, but there are times where I've got to hold myself to a higher level of integrity and say, Lindsay, cut the excuses. You didn't do that because you just didn't feel like doing it. Or you didn't do that because you were scared of what somebody else might think. You didn't do that. You didn't post that picture because you didn't put makeup on and you were afraid of what somebody on the internet's going to think of you. Like get over it. Right. And I have to hold myself accountable to have integrity to my word, integrity of myself. So that when I am saying things like, man, Kelsey didn't sleep. I didn't sleep. I'm exhausted. So instead of posting tonight, I'm going to get to bed. It's not because of anything other than I need right now is to get to bed, <laughs> is to go to sleep and that we're not, I'm not making excuses. Okay. So that's, that's like me giving you some tough love there. <laughs> All right. We're going to do one more. All right. We're going to go to what's our last one. Internet. Tell me we are going to go to 105. All right. Here we go. Let me see. 105. Here we go. Whatever you put your attention on is always being measured against your beliefs about who you are. Thus, the interpretation of the moment-by-moment -moment information you encounter is what is always responsible for your state of mind. If the perception you have of who you are, which is that I am statement, right, is in line with the truth of what is your present-day reality, you'll be in a state of balance. Staying in balance means constantly accepting a purpose for what is happening around you. Now, I don't love the word balance. You guys probably know that about me, but in this situation, it makes sense to me. So how I relate to this is that who, who I am, right? That's what I can control. So if I have like two sides of the scale, right? And who I am is on one side of the scale and my present day reality is on the other side of the scale. And I am living into that present day reality as I am, as I'm showing up as, as my best self, that best version of myself for that day at that moment then I'm living that balanced lifestyle. Then I'm living, I call it more aligned. So instead of balance, I like to think of it as being in alignment, right? Another way to think about it is like when my thoughts match my words, match my feelings, match my actions, I'm in alignment with the present day moment. I'm not in should though. I'm not in, well, I could do this or I should have done that. No, it's this is where I'm at right now. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm speaking. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm doing. And when that's in alignment, then, then I'm living as my best self. And that to me is, is what I focus on. If I'm out of alignment, I honor it, right? That's, that's where we have our four A's. I'm aware of it. I accept it. I acknowledge that I'm, I'm out of alignment and I acknowledge where I want to get to. And then I take the aligned action to make it happen, um, whatever that looks like. And so it's just really important that as we're going through these journeys, that we're not expecting a straight linear progression, right? There's going to be bumps in the road. Our path will switch. We're going to get off of this path at some point and get on another path. 
And that's okay. There's no, there's no timelines for these. There's no deadlines. I mean, there, there is a timeline that's a universe's timeline, but it's nothing you need to worry about. You get to simply live your life on your terms. And that happens by the mindset we hold, the language we use, the thoughts we hold, and the actions that we take. And so it's so, so important that as we're going through life, right, as we're doing the things that we do, that they come from a place of you, that they come from a place that within you, right, our inner thoughts create that outer reality, but our outer reality, right, social media, the the media in general that we consume, other people's opinions, all the things, they're going to impact and influence our inner reality as we allow it to. So as I consume things from others, it's so, so important that I create meaning for me, that I'm not just doing it because it's what somebody told me to do. And that's what one of the educators, you know, highlighted in what I read earlier today, right? In there, what did they learn this month? That's why it's so important that we pay attention to what am I consuming and then what's influencing my inner reality, my thoughts, because it's my thoughts that are going to drive my feelings, which drive my actions. And and I, I'm the only one that I can blame, <laughs> right? I'm the only one that I can say, hmm, I got to do something different. This isn't working anymore. It's not serving my best self. Because at the end of the day, we all deserve to live as the best versions of ourselves. And it's possible for us to do that when we believe and trust that it is possible. So that is at, that is it. We have wrapped up another episode, um, but I've got your defining moment. What I would love for you to do today as your defining moment is I would love you to get a small piece of paper. It can be a post-it. It can be an index card. It can be a sheet of paper. It doesn't matter. does not matter. And I want you to write out five I am statements and I want you to post them somewhere. It doesn't have to be on social media. I want you to put them somewhere where you can see them. Some of my favorite spots, it's on my computer, on my desktop, on my, um, and then on any mirror. So my bathroom mirror, mirror in the car, um, any place that you frequent um, where when you sit down, you're going to give yourself that reminder of those five I am statements that are going to support, expand, help you to grow, help you honor who you are today. Um, so that you can continue to grow into tomorrow. All right, and keep on defining who you are through these simple, simple um, little activities. All right, so there's your defining moment. There's your episode. Guys, if you are loving these episodes, would you do me a favor? Would you share them out? Tag me in it so I can thank you. Um, But just share it out on social media. I would love, one of my goals for 2023 is to expand the podcast, is to grow the podcast community. And I would love your support in that. Um, So if you could do that, that would be awesome. If you could rate and review and subscribe if you have not done that yet. I would truly, truly appreciate it. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for listening. Um, You guys keep on defining who you are one day at a time. You get to live life on your terms. So let's make it happen. Let's love who we are, right? Let's define who we are, honor, accept all the things, um, who we are, and uh, let's get out there and live that life. So I will see you um, in the next episode. And until then, have an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.